Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Um, this morning, um, I want everybody to be louder than Ike. <laughs> because I just like you to talk to me when, when I'm sharing, right? Uh, so just talk to me. But um, let me just take a moment to uh, just really appreciate and honor the leadership of this church, uh, the senior leadership, Kevin and, and Donna, Pastor Brent, and... Uh, um, Pastor Sharon, we honor you all. I want to honor uh, all the elders in the church, and I want to honor you guys. You came out today. It's a beautiful day. You could have gone to the lake today, but you chose to be here today because God has something really specific for you this morning. And I believe with all my heart that before you leave this morning, you will get the key to the kingdom that will transform your life forever. It will transform your generation. It's going to impact your community. Your neighbors will never be the same and your city will change forever. Because that's the kind of God that we serve. Amen? Amen. So Father, we thank you this morning. Thank you for your presence, God. Thank you that you're with us today, God. Lord, I pray that you use me as your instrument today, God. Father, I pray that the flesh will be crucified and that God, you alone, will receive the glory this morning. In Jesus' name. Amen. I just want to talk this morning about, you know, guys, you guys know I love community. I love family. I live and breathe family and community and things like that. So I want to talk to you about today about generosity. And this is maybe something we don't like to talk about. But I believe that is one of the keys that if you get it, that your next level of miracle, miracle and the next breakthrough in your life is locked on this one word, generosity. That what God has for you and what God has purposed for you and where God has called you to and what God, where God wants to take you. That if you will get this one word, generosity, and you learn how to walk it out just like this, that God will change your life forever. Because it's really, really easy to be helpful. And in our culture, we've become really helpful people. So that if I see you... I'm echoing. If I see you and you have a need, I can come to you and help you. Right? And then I can go home and forget that you are there. But generosity, generosity requires that you stay connected. Generosity means you stay involved, that you help over and over and over and over and over and over and that's something we're not used to because we're too busy this is the, one of the biggest excuses we, and one of the biggest reasons why people don't get involved in church or involved in their community is because we are too busy 
and life is just too busy. But life has always been busy. But have you been intentional in finding margin in your life and looking for who can I bless today? And who can I minister to today? And who can I serve today? And who can I make a meal for today? That is what generosity is. Are you guys with me? It's going to be good. Don't worry. I'm going to preach. Right? I am African and I'm going to preach. Okay? What is generosity? Generosity is sharing resources. This is the uh, um, um, a definition uh, from uh, whatever encyclopedia. Sharing your resources. Sharing your time. Spilling out kindness to others. Giving open-handed. Giving of yourself and giving of your resources. Being un un unselfish. Giving liberally. With overflowing. Giving ungrudgingly. Bountifully. Lavishly. That's who you're supposed to be. That is what you're supposed to be looking out for every morning. That every morning you wake up, you're thinking, how can I bless somebody today? How can I bless somebody today? Let's read the Bible. And I'm going to read from uh, um, 2 Kings 4, 18 to 17. And one day Elisha went to Shunem. And a well-to-do woman was there who urged him to stay for a meal. So whenever he came by, he stopped there to eat. She said to her husband, I know that this man who often comes our way is a holy man. Let's make a small room on the rooftop for him and put a table and a bed and a chair and a lamp for him. Then he can stay whenever he comes to us. So one day, when, one day when Elijah came, he went to this room and lay down. And he said to his servant, Gehaz, call the Shunammite woman. So he called her and she stood before him. Elisha said to him, tell her, you have gone to all, the, you have gone to all this trouble for us. Now, what can we do for you? Can we speak on your behalf to the king or the commander of the army? She replied, I have a home and I have my people. What can be done for her? Elisha asked. Gehaz said, she has no son and her husband is old. Then Elijah said, call her. So he called her and she stood in the doorway. About this time next year, Elisha said, you will hold a son in your life. Next year, today, you will have a son. John 16, 1 to 14, just bear with me. After Jesus, after these things, Jesus went over to the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. Then a great multitude followed him because they saw his signs, which, which he performed on those who were deceased. And Jesus went up on the mountain, and there he sat at his disciples. Now the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was near. Then Jesus lifted 
up his eyes and sitting and seeing a great multitude coming toward him, he said to Philip, where shall we buy bread that this man may eat? But he said to him that this man might eat. But this he said, this he said to test him, for he himself knew what he'll do. Philip answered, 200 denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them. That, that every one of them may have a little. One of the disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, there, there's, a, there's a boy here, and he has five loaves and two small fish, but, they are, but what are they among so many? Then Jesus said, make the people sit down. Now there was much grass, and so they sat down. Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he gave them to the disciples, and the disciples began to distribute to those who were sitting down. And, and the Bible says they all ate and they were all full and they went home. In Matthew 18, it says, Truly, I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Amen? Amen. So... Generosity was actually never about what you have in your possession, how big it is, or how little it is. It was never about your resources. It was never about the amount of money in your bank account. It was always a matter, it was always the issue of the heart that God was always after this. He was always looking for this because God has given you everything that you need to accomplish what God has called you to accomplish today. That we sit here this morning and actually we have no excuse. For God so loved the world that he gave. He gave it all for you. He gave it all for you. And when he gave it all for you, he gave you every key that you need to do what God has called you to do. And be who God has called you to be. Heaven, heaven's best was released so you can have heaven's best. To transform your world. He didn't hold back. And when he released. And when he gave. There was no guarantee. That you are going to accept him. There was no guarantees. That you are going to say yes to him. There were no guarantees. He just gave. Because he gave. Because he's God. There was no guarantee. You sit here today. Because you made a choice. To participate in the story. And to be a part of that story. To be a part of the miracle. But there was no guarantee. And generation looks kind of like that. That you give just to give. And not to get. That you minister just to minister. And you serve just to serve. That, the, that There's no expectation for you. And if you're serving. So you can be noticed. Then you have completely missed it. I will preach. <laughs> so we read about the, uh, uh, the, the Shulamite woman. And she had the keys to the kingdom. And the, the key to the next level from this story 
for her was locked in her ability to be generous. In her ability to choose generosity. Everything in life is about a choice that you make. What stands between you and the miracle that God has for you is your choice. It's never about God. God has already done what you were supposed to do. It is your time for you to choose. You can pray all you want, but until you step out and move just like that, in the presence of God, by faith, because the Bible says they just, they must live and they must walk by faith and faith alone. Your miracle is between here and here. It's between your eyes and what the, your heart says. That God did everything. He gave heaven's best so that you can have your best and co-labor with the king of kings to change and transform your community, your family, your friends, and your neighbors. And many times I think we, we do life and and in our culture, life becomes, everything becomes about us. And everything we do is about me. And I wake up in the morning and I go to church, but what's in it for me? So our whole life is lived based on what can I get from it? So that we've lost the concept of living a selfless life before the king of kings. So that we've lost the concept of what it means to serve. Listen to me. Generosity was never supposed to be a Facebook moment. It was always a private moment between you and the king of kings. And the Bible says that your right hand is not supposed to know what your left hand is doing. And as long as your right hand still talks about what your left hand did, you are still selfish. But God, he emptied heaven and he gave you heaven's best. So you can live a selfless life. The key to your next level is generosity. I'm going to prove that to you from the Bible. I don't think that we have time to continue to be a selfish generation anymore. I think that we here at Windward, we're actually doing really amazing because we, we are selfless people, or at least we're on the journey, and we're trying to see what to do what God has called us to do. And I need us to stay on that journey because the key to our next level is locked up in our ability to be intentional in looking for who can I, who can I bless today. No strings attached. I just want to bless you because I want to bless you because I want to bless you because God has blessed me to be a blessing to you. You have... 
to exercise your muscle of generosity every day because it's not something that will come natural to most of us. It doesn't come natural to me. Every day I wake up in the morning, I have to exercise my muscle of generosity. There are times I tell my wife, no, we're opening up our home today. And she says, no, we're not. I'm tired. And I say, no. Honey, we need to exercise our muscle of generosity because we know that our next level is locked into this thing we call generosity. We're going to exercise it even when we don't feel like it. It wasn't supposed to feel good. But if God before you, who can be against you? We, I am excited for what God is doing because I'm excited to be a part of a family of people that love to love people just to love people. It is true. You guys bring something that is going to change our nation. And you have to believe that in your heart. That God has given you the keys to a city. That the keys to Alder Grove, God has given them to you. That the keys to what God wants to do in the nation of Canada, we have the keys as a family of God. And that if we would become more intentional and be more aware of how God is moving and what God is doing around us, that we'll find ourselves in the center of God's will, doing what we thought we could never do because of God. And sometimes we spend all our life because we are we're human. So we come to this place sometimes and we spend most of our life and most of our energy, energy trying to figure out how we can get up here. But God says, it starts here. If you can't be faithful in what I've called you to be, in what I've called you to do down here, I'm not going to get you out here. There is no shortcuts in the kingdom of heaven. If you can't serve here, you can't get up here. If you can't be responsible here, you can't get up here. If you can't humble yourself here, how are you going to stand up here and say and speak on humility? God says, everything I want to do for you, I am doing it here. Everything you need to know, everything you need to learn, so I can get you to the next level, it happens right here in family. I love, <clears throat> I love people that can sing like Chuck and, and Rian and, and Ike, I and uh, um, not me. <laughs> and so we come here and we sing, we sing these really incredible, incredible songs. And I know it's really quiet here this morning. And I know you guys are not used to this. But I need you to change. We have to change. 
You have enough prophetic words. You have to change. You don't need another word. How about just trust God for the first one he gave you? And the key to that is you exercise your muscle of generosity. When your life is not about you anymore, then your life becomes about God. And so we sing these songs, incredible songs. Like I say, yes, Lord, to your will. And I say, yes, Lord, to your ways. I will trust you. I will obey you. When your spirit speaks to me, with my whole heart, I'll agree. And my answer will always be, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And they sound so nice. And you think that you go home changed. But you go home and you're still the same. Why? We have to sing with understanding. There is no way you can say yes to God and go home the same way. There is no way you can say yes and my answer will always be yes, Lord, yes, and not afford to be generous. It is impossible. So we sing with understanding. We sing with understanding. It's not that just a pretty song. We sing with understanding. We declare as for me and my house, we will get understanding. And we sing with understanding. And what happens when, when we have no understanding and we can't exercise our muscle of generosity? Just stay with me for a little while. It's going to make sense really quickly to you. And what happens when, when, when we're not able to exercise the muscle of generosity? Nothing changes. And you are the same today like you were yesterday. And a year ago, you are exactly where you are today. And two years ago, that nothing has changed. That is not kingdom. From glory to glory, you're supposed to be changing from breakthrough to breakthrough. He is changing you from anointing to anointing. He is changing you from a higher level to a higher level. God is supposed to be transforming you. That is in the word of God. You can bank on it, but you have to exercise generosity that is the key that's going to unlock everything that has been locked in your life God will unlock it when you begin to exercise your muscle of generosity and most of us live our lives like this God bless me but God is calling you Today, to live your life like this. That is where the blessing flows. That is where from glory to glory is. 
That's where from favor to favor happens. Favor with man and favor with God. It happens when you live your life like this. And this is the simplest way that I can explain to you. It's the simplest picture of generosity that your life will always be about this. I believe all the group will never be the same if two or three or four or five or six or a hundred of us would determine in our hearts from this day moving forward our lives are going to be lived like this. All of you, all of me for only you. Everything about you, everything that you have all your wealth, all your contacts, whatever it is you have, you have because of him. And your life must be lived according to that. All of me. For only him. What if? What if your miracle? And what if your next level of blessing and what if everything that your heart desires and everything that you've cried out to God for, what if all those things, what if your healing, what if all those things were connected to your ability to be able to be generous? What if the only thing that stood before, between you and your miracle was your ability to be generous? I want you to think about that for a moment. And then I need you to remember this. And I need you to remember that. This and that. This and that. That will be your key this week. Everything you do this week, I want you to remember this. I want this picture in your mind. That's your key. How are you living your life? God will bless you. God will bless you. And God will bless you. But the blessing is never about you. It's about Pastor Sarah. And God will bless you, bro. But the blessing was always about Ike. How are you going to find a way to bless him? God will only release when you release. And sometimes the 
Bible says, whatever it is you bind in heaven, I bind on earth. What you lose on earth, I lose in heaven. That simply means if you move, God moves. If you release, God releases. And some of you are sitting here this morning with connections that will help facilitate promotion for your brother. But you won't share them because they're your promotion. They're my people. These are my contacts. I can't share with anybody. Show me in the Bible. The next level miracle is in your hands. It's in your phone. But you won't facilitate an opportunity for your brother to get ahead. Because life is all about you and nobody else. And God says that has to break today, this morning, in the name of Jesus. Life was never about you. They are not your connections and they are not your contacts and they are not your people. We are the people of the living God. And so you live a life frustrated with a phone full of contacts and connection and you're stuck in the same place year after year, day after day. You're frustrated because you never learned that. And that you can have every contact and that you can have every connection and you stay the same until you learn to exercise your gift and your muscle of generosity. Who can I bless today? Who needs my contact to make the next deal? We are family. So let's be family. And I'm sorry you're not shouting a lot this morning, but I need you to change. We need to change. We can no longer continue to live the way we've lived and keep blessing, keep asking God to bless us. We can't live like this and cry out to God for blessing. We can't live like this and say, God, another prophetic word. No. We have to change. Where your treasure is. Your heart is there. Where is your treasure? Where is your heart? Some of us, our treasure is in our houses. So we'll never have anybody in our house. They're going to mess up our furniture. And then you're praying and telling God, give me a big house. I don't even know how that works. Because in the kingdom of God, everything is upside down. You give, you receive. Just like that. Here's the deal, guys. Don't store up for yourselves treasures on earth. Where moth and vermin destroy. And where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourself treasures in heaven. Where moth and vermin do not destroy. And where thieves do not break in and steal. 
For where your treasure is. Oh yeah. I'm sitting in somebody's living room. I'm on your kitchen table this morning. Where is your treasure? Where's your heart? Where is it? What are the things that you're hanging on so tight and still saying, God bless me? I don't understand why I have been praying so hard. I have taken time to fast. I have been it's been intense. I have been focused. I have been intentional in praying. But you're holding your, the blessing that God gave you like this. And you're telling him to bless you. How can he bless you until you're willing to release what he's already given you? Amen. If he can't trust you with, 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 with what he has given you today. Generosity. And every day, all of us have the opportunity to be generous. When you walk out of this church this morning, you're going to have the opportunity to give to release and to expect. What are you going to do with that opportunity today? Because God is after your heart. Will you exercise your generosity? It's easy to say, I trust you, Lord. I trust you for my, my sons and daughters. God, I trust you for my family. I trust you, God. For my body and the sickness in my body, I trust you with everything, God. When you trust God completely, you live your life like this. When you're hanging on to, because you may need it tomorrow, do you really trust him? Someone should be excited right now because I just gave you the key to your miracle. You live your life like this. Try it. Test him. The blessings of a thousand times cannot be poured in a pond that looks like this. It's impossible. How are you going to hold it? Where is it going to go? The blessings of overflow cannot be poured on there. Because you've got what you've got. And you're hanging so tight on what you have. But you want the blessing of God. Change this. Live like this. Generosity means over and over and over and over. It's a lifestyle. And when he gave heaven's best, the expectation was that will become your lifestyle as well. Amen. That you'd give your best that he has given you every day. Generosity is a consistent decision that looks for opportunity to bless. So this woman saw Elisha 
and she urged him to come in. She was very intentional, and she was always looking for opportunity to bless. Watch, you know, it's, it's a... We are in the Bible, we only told about the blessing that came over Elisha and how that blessing changed the Shunammite woman's life. But I bet you, if her life was a life of generosity and she was consistently looking for who can I bless next, that he wasn't the only one who was getting the blessing. Are you guys with me? And I think sometimes we have this tendency to only bless people that are in our moral circle. They look like us, they think like us, they, they dress like us, those are our people. And, 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 and God says, but then you're still living like this. We're just my people. What will happen if our generation will make our lives not about ourselves, but about blessing somebody else? What would happen if your generation would do that? What would happen if your life became not about you, your life, and became about being intentional in looking out for who can I bless and how can I be a blessing? What will happen? God desires that you live your life with such intention and purpose that you never miss the opportunity to bless. That you bless those that God will put before you, you bless those, those that are behind you, and you bless those that are around you. And in this church, we like to talk about the culture of honor, and we talk about that so much, and sometimes I don't even know what that means. But that would be like what honor was, that, that you'd honor those that God has put above you, You'd honor those that are beneath you, and you'd honor those that are walking with you, those you're serving with. And then the honor that you give to the one above you and the one beneath you, it is the same honor. But otherwise, it's not honor, it is you doing this. Are we going somewhere? In five minutes, I'll preach. God's, <laughs> heaven's resources are unlimited. And we talk about so much in our church. And you guys all know that. But God is only going to release to you to the ability that you're able to release and bless somebody else. Otherwise, it was always about you but it was never supposed to be about you. 
Everything that you lose, we, talk, we pray this. I've been in prayer meeting. I pray this all the time in my house. Whatever we bind is bound. Whatever we lose is loose. And God says, release what I've asked you to release. And some of you are still hanging on to the stuff that God came and he told you release. But you're hanging on so tight. You're hanging on to offense. You're offended at everybody who says anything to you. And God says release forgiveness. But you keep living like this. Some of you this morning, you're still hanging on bitterness because you didn't get your way. God said release, 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 release. Your next level is in your release in the name of Jesus. You are called for such a time as this to live such a life that the whole world will know who lives in And the best way you can do that is release and allow him to fill you. If you move, he moves. If you release, he releases. It's that simple. You move, I move. You release, I release. What are you holding in your hand this morning? That's not supposed to be there. You release, he will release. You move, he will move. Just like that. It is that simple. It is not complicated. That is the word of God. You move, I move. <coughs> what are you hanging on to? Some of us are still hanging on to relationships that God told you years ago to let go. And you're saying, God, bless this relationship. And God is saying, release. So I can show you exceedingly, abundantly, above. Generosity starts small. That's good news for all of us. <laughs> you don't have to start out like Ike having the whole Latino community into, the, into his home. You can just start with me. You don't even have to invite my kids. I'll just come with my wife. She started with one meal. <laughs> she started with one meal. And then she made two meals. And then she said, wow, this is working out great. Look at the blessings of God that are flowing through my life. Let's build him a condo on the rooftop. So then she made a room and furnished it with everything you could find in the day. That was really amazing. With a lamp and the light, things we didn't even have in Africa. She put in there in Bible time. Oh. It starts with one meal. Make, make it really simple for you. It starts with one coffee. Really simple for you. It starts with a hug. And how was your day today? It just starts there. What you have in your hand 
That's where you start. What God has given you, that is where you start. What you're holding on your hand, that is where you start. Look at the progression. One meal, two meals, let's build a condo. From glory to glory. One meal. From breakthrough to breakthrough. Two meals. From anointing to anointing. Three meals. From resource to resource. Let's build a condo. Why? Because her life was laid out like this. And you can see the blessing of God. You can read it for yourself. You read it. I'm not making this up. It's in the Bible. In your hands, God has given you, God has given you the keys to change your city. Use them. In your hands, you hold the keys for somebody's wealth. Use them. In your hand, you call the keys for somebody's healing or a family's breakthrough. Use those keys. They were never given to you to keep. They were given to you to release. And as long as you keep keeping the keys and what God has put in your hand, the blessing of the Lord is limited. His ability to release his resources in you is limited. Where can he put it when you live your life? like this I need you to change your next level of big things depends on your ability to be generous with what you have in your hand today Your next miracle depends on your ability to be generous with what you're holding on your hand today. Your children will come home to the Lord. You just had to release what God gave you in your hands and not hang on to it. I can say that from experience. The next level to your executive position it's in your hand. Release. The big contract from the government you've been working on year after year and waiting for and nothing seems to be working out. Where is your heart and where is your treasure? Sorry guys, if this is too hard. Kevin will be back. Just talk to him. <laughs> you are created to be a blessing to those around you. That you would obey even when it's hard to obey. That you will obey even when you feel like I don't have enough in me. I can't do it. I don't have enough resources. There is no capacity in my tongue for me to do this today. But that you will obey because obedience was always better than sacrifice. It's in the Bible. You can bank on it. God is always. 
He is always checking for your heart. He is always checking for your heart. I'm going to close with my last point. That his generosity, that when, when you choose to live a generous life, God will break the limits of your life. That everything you touch will turn into gold in the name of Jesus. Everything you touch. So watch this. We read this before. Um, I'm going to read it again. And this is about the, uh, the feeding of the multitude. You guys remember the story? You all remember the story, right? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. The feeding of the 5,000. Then Jesus lifted up his eyes, I'm studying from, from five, and seeing a great multitude coming toward him, he said, Philip, where shall we buy bread that this may eat? But he said to test him, for he himself knew what he was going to do. Philip answered, 200 denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may have a little. One of his disciples, Simon uh, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a young man, and he has five loaves and two little fishes. And Jesus said, Get me the love, get me the little fishes. I'm, I mean, it's, it's not in the Bible, but I'm, you know, I, I'm just I'm curious what level of generosity this lad was walking in because he only had enough for his lunch he gave it all so when Jesus says that I'm going to break the limit of your life I'm going to break the limits, the things that have kept you down. He's not just speaking about breaking limits for today. He says, I'm going to break them, and I'm going to break them, and I'm going to break them. But your participation in the miracle that you live your life like this. He gave the bread to his disciples. He gave them all love, and he told them, Go and distribute. And they began to distribute. And when Jesus, when he broke the limitations of the bread, because that's what happened. It fed and there was more than enough. I'm about to get there. When he broke every limitation of the bread, he pre-calculated who was in the room, how much they're going to consume, and he gave enough, and he gave in abundance. He broke every limit that man put on it. He said, five loaves, I can use that. What God has put in your heart, God can use it today. He knew exactly how much everyone was going to eat. And they ate. The Bible says they ate until they were full. They ate until they were satisfied. And Jesus said, go gather the leftovers. 
and they went and they began to gather the leftovers. We started with five loads. Now we have 12 baskets of leftovers. That is the kind of God that we serve. He can break every limitation on your life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus. 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 So here's what happens. This boy comes to a meeting. He has five loaves. He has two fishes. Jesus, the son of the living God, he takes the two loaves and he takes the two fishes. And Jesus, he takes the limited resource. And Jesus, he takes your limited education. And Jesus, he takes your limited talent. And Jesus, he takes your limited revenue. And he puts a God's stamp on it. And he says, my mouth is for you. They are new every morning. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. He says, I can do exceedingly, abundantly. Just give it to me. I can take what you have in your hands. Jesus said right here, he demonstrated he can take what you have in your hand and use it for great glory. What you have in your hand this morning. And Jesus broke every limit and they ate until they were full. They ate today and they ate tomorrow. And they ate the following week. And what's what, that's what God is doing today. You will have bread for today. You will have bread for tomorrow. I have never seen the righteous forsaken. Oh, but you had to just do this. I think this was one of those moments. According to my riches and glory moments. Hashtag. Ellie understands. She's the queen of hashtags. I don't know. God wants to break the limits of your life this morning. You will be who God has called you to be. You will do what God has called you to do. You will go where God has said you'd go. That nothing will stop you except that you'd open your eyes and open your arms and you live your life full of generosity. Saying, God, you release, I release, you release. We start with one meal, God. We go to two, God. We build a corner together. You release, I release. You move, I move, says the Lord. Kelly, can I come, come help me for a minute? I'll give you opportunity this morning to respond to the word of God.
that <laughs> that there's a break anointing this morning that will break every yoke and give you a release to no longer feel that you have protected everything that God has given you but you can live it out and be a blessing to those around you. Come here. I have some rice here. You're going to put some rice in that cup. again and day after day we've grown weary in doing good we've grown frustrated because we miss one simple one simple key to a release in the kingdom generosity and here is what happens here is what happens when you live your life When you live your life like this, when you live your life like that, look what happens. God is pouring his blessings, but you can't contain them. There's no way you can't receive the blessings of God because you're hanging on to the very thing he told you to release. But when you release, this is what happens. Release your hands. Release. That's what happens. The more you give, the more he'll release. The more you give, the more he'll release. And it flows over. It overflows. The more you give, the more you release. You release. He releases. You move. He moves. Just like that. It's not that hard. Ministry team, if you come forward this morning, I'll appreciate it. If God has been ministering to you this morning and you have dreams in your heart that have been locked up because you've lived your life like this, today is your moment that the presence of God is here, that the Spirit of God is here this morning to break every barrier, to take over every, every limitation. If you make your way up front, ministry team, if you can, I'm here and we're going to pray with you. There are times when God shows up. The opportunity God gives you, you don't want to miss that. This is one of those moments where I feel God is wanting to break something in your lives. Would you answer the call today? Would you say, yes, Lord? And my answer always will be yes, Lord. And my answer will always be yes. Answer the call this morning. Hallelujah. Jesus. So Father, we bless you. And God, we thank you for speaking to us this morning. Lord, I pray that your word will find good ground in your hearts today, God. 
it will germinate and bear fruit in the name of Jesus. Lord, I bless this family. I bless their going out. I bless their coming in, God. Father, I pray that we'll be known as a generous people who have, who have determined in our hearts to live our lives according to your word, God.